0: hi
1: hi how are you doing
0: there's nobody else at this meeting
1: just you and me
0: i see you yeah i see you (laughs) i i confirmed it this afternoon and i just got a message at 5 15 that the meeting started at five o'clock and um you must have followed the link you know i i don't know I've, I've, I just left a message for the lady who sent me the change and for Alan Golditch who confirmed it at uh, 6 o'clock. And, you know, it's 5.20 and there's, there's nobody here. So I, I don't know. I guess you and I have a meeting.
1: I just got in, you know, to the house, just frantically yeah. got in the door. Then I saw that your note about the 5 p.m. thing.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I've tried it on my phone as well, and the same thing happens nobody there.
1: Well, it perfectly well makes sense for a meeting that's supposed to start at 6 p.m., they wouldn't be on yet. But why did you get the notice?
0: Yeah, I got a notice that there was a change and it was to start at five o'clock.
1: So you think they're all done? <laughs> Who
0: knows? I, I, I really don't know. If I, if this is. I've got a whole list of them, I'll send it to you. And this is the only one that was changed to five o'clock PM. I registered you and I registered me for this meeting. So you probably got
1: your own notice about it. Yeah, I got a notice, but there was nothing I could do until I got home. You know, right. I, I mean, I saw you. I don't know that I got a. I got the notice from you about the change in the meeting time or something. I don't know. But earlier, like at noon or whenever, I saw that I was, um, I saw where you had contacted him and I saw his response to you. I saw all the same stuff that you saw.
0: Well, I got a message that it was changed at 5.14 p.m. I got a message and I saw it immediately that it was changed from six o'clock to five o'clock. I think it might be all over. Might be their little trick. Try try calling Craig if you can. He's okay. probably he's probably not sitting on his e- just you know I, I just happen to look at my email you know I look at it all the time better call Craig
1: and then you can stay on this thing and see what happens because yeah. Okay, yeah. if I call Craig I might oh. lose it
0: oh well here I tell me oh I'll call Craig okay let's see
1: I'm so pleased because I successfully got right in and all oh. that took some horsing around. Yeah. Let's see, okay, Um, great.
0: I am not pleased about this.
1: Well, me either.
0: I was planning on speaking
1: immediately first thing, if I could, because I might not wanna be here all night. I have three retainers I have to do.
0: Right. Okay. And I
1: haven't eaten or anything.
0: Right. No.
2: Let's see.
0: Claudia. Um, I received an email at 514 today. And I saw it right away telling me that the six o'clock meeting was rescheduled to five o'clock. So I immediately got online. And there's nobody in the meeting room except Roger and me, I had registered myself and I had registered Roger. And there's nobody else there. So uh, it kind of looks to me like the meeting was held and is over. So, um, I don't know. Give, give me a call. Um, I think I'll try your other number also. Bye-bye. 612-845-2285. Bye-bye. I'll try their, their other number.
1: It wasn't a different day, five o'clock, a different day.
0: This is December 14th, isn't it?
1: Yes. What was that ding dong thing? Donald Prowant joined, it said.
0: I don't see it. Oh, Donald Prowant. Hello? Hi, I'm here. Are you here for the Board of Adjustment meeting? That's correct. You know, did you get a notice this meeting was supposed to be at 6 o'clock p.m. I confirmed the time today and I got a notice at 514 that it had been changed and it was at five o'clock. I immediately got online and there's nobody here except me and my husband, Roger.
3: Yeah, well, <clears throat> as far as I know, it's at six o'clock um, and uh, I just am. Um, getting ready so i just tuned in so i'd be online at the right time
0: oh all right well i guess we just have to should i don't think it's
3: i don't think it's it's no i didn't receive any uh, notification of it being moved up
0: well i i received this from christy and it it shows a whole list of meeting times um and the only one that is changed is this one. Um, oh. And it says December fourteenth, twenty 2020, 5 right.
3: o'clock p.m. Oh, but then, huh? There's a, it, there's a it, 6 it, o'clock one there too, right?
0: Oh, you know, you're right.
3: Yeah, I don't know what okay. that 5 o'clock was. I saw that when I when I went by the okay. log
0: Okay. Well, OK, well, we'll just wait. I, I, I need to take a call. Thanks for explaining. Yeah, don't worry. Hello? Oh, hi, Craig. Well, this notice that they sent me was confusing, and now a, um, I think it, the meeting actually is at six o'clock, but, but they sent me a notice that it was, uh, there was a meeting at five o'clock and six o'clock, and Donald Proent just came on line getting ready for the meeting, I don't know. Is he, is he the chair of this board? Oh, well, we, we have a lot of time about it. Um, you know, this problem is huge. Thank you. Hi, Christy. How are you? Well, I'm OK, but I'm I, I was confused. You sent me a notice that there w- the meeting was beginning at five o'clock p.m.
4: I sent you a notice. Yeah. You mean Tegan? I,
0: I, I got an email um, from I gee, I think from Christy Windsor saying that there was a yeah, from, from it came from your email. And it said the meeting information has been updated, and um, it gave me a big, long list, December, f- and December 14th, 2020, 5 o'clock p.m. And then right under that, it still says 6 o'clock p.m. So I got that at 5.14, and I immediately tried to get on, but there was nobody else. So,
4: so you got the, a meeting notice today?
0: Yeah. Yeah, at 5.14 today from your email. So there's some kind of a glitch somewhere.
4: Definitely, um, because I did not send out any emails. Um, I got two notifications from Zoom as well um, that actually said um, it came from Zoom and that it, it just tells me that the cloud recording is now available.
0: Ah, huh. well, that's another thing. Now I'm looking at my screen and has a, a little uh, red notation in the upper right hand corner that I, it appears to be recording, and I I didn't do anything about that. I, I don't know. Have everybody? Yep. Oh, yep. No,
5: Christy, are we expecting Jeff and uh, Jerry?
4: Jeff is on, Jeff? and we are not expecting Jerry. So we are good. I believe there should be five of you, if I can count correctly. Okay. One.
5: Is Joelle, Oh, I see you. Yep, yep. Joel is here. You participate uh, fully in this meeting. Okay. I'm going to call uh, the December 14th Route County Board of Adjustment meeting to order.
6: Um, First of all, I'll ask if there is any public comment.
5: That is, does any member of the public wish to speak as to any matters before the board? Yes. Are you raising your hand? I am. Go ahead.
0: Well, I I wanted to speak about the the Gooding project, um, but I I, I don't want to...
7: We're not talking about that right now. When we get to that item, we'll discuss it.
5: Ellen, actually, um, public comment on the Gooding variance has been closed. Okay. At the last meeting, Uh, Claudia, if you... Feel that you have something that you must say, please do. Well, um, this, I didn't,
8: this particular public comment period, however, is for things that are not on the agenda.
5: That's generally right. what this is for.
9: So, so just to clarify, we'll have a chance to make public comment about anything that's discussed relating to the things on the agenda, such as the the gooding variance issue after the. After the initial presentation, is that right?
5: No. Oh, that's not right. We uh, tabled the Gooding agenda at the last meeting. Public public comment was closed, so that if you want to make a comment with regard to matters that are before the board, this is the time to do it. Mr. Tolliver, I wanna point some things out to you. One, we take advice as to procedure and legal matters from the county attorney, not from the public. Two, As as an attorney, I'm sure that you understand the need for all comments that we are going to consider to come to us as part of the record of the proceedings of this board. You interrupted a set of emails from board members to staff to express an opinion. As an attorney, you should know that that's out of order. Please communicate with this board only in writing, submitted through planning staff, or at a public hearing when you are recognized. I've already told you that public comments with to the Gooding application were closed at the last meeting. However, there seems to be um, a need on your part and one other member of the public to speak to that. I will allow you five minutes to say whatever you have to say.
9: Okay, very good. Uh, Thank you, sir. Let me just start by saying with respect to the email, um, I did think that was a little bit odd. I, I did see that I was copied on the email by Mr. Goldich, along with all the board members, along with the applicants, along with many members of the public. So I made sure that my response was copied to to all. Um, and I wasn't sure why I was on that email exchange, but I was, and so I I assumed that was that was the procedure that was being adopted for something that had been tabled. So I made sure I was copied. I copied all all parties, including the applicant.
5: Um, I want to make sure that you understand that in the future, with respect to any application that's pending before the board, you will communicate with the board in the two fashions that I suggested to you.
9: Okay. and so if I get an email like that from Mr. Goldich in the future, should I just delete it?
5: You can do whatever you want with it. Don't respond to it.
9: Okay. Well, generally, generally, when emails are, are sent, they're, they're meant to be responded to. Anyway, we will we, we will move on. Um, so, I think the I sort of think the the elephant in the room here, um, just looking at the the recent submissions that have been made, is this appears to be a zoning issue. I'll note that at the beginning of the last hearing, you know, Mr. Goldich provided I thought a helpful background for all of us. Uh, to sort of set the stage for what's going on here and mr. Goldage said essentially the problem is that in the, I don't know the 60s or the 70s when these zoning res- regulations were put in essentially according to him the applicant can't do anything um, and I think if you look at the application uh, the renewed application the applicant may, uh, sent um, you know on page seven he says pretty much anything I do I can't do with this zoning which is agricultural forestry (AF). and so i think really what this is th- this isn't a situation where somebody's saying okay i'm residentially zoned and i want a setback here or there what they're saying is and what the whole context is for this is we can't do anything at all with this zoning now my understanding is that issue is an issue for the county commissioners and that this isn't really an issue for the board of adjustments i maybe. Mean, like if somebody had a property in Old Town wanted to build a 20 story office building, didn't want to change the zoning and try to get every variance possible to sort of change it, right? I mean, that wouldn't be proper. Um, and so I really think that, that that's something everyone should think, should think about and make sure that uh, the Board of Adjustments has authority to essentially say, I don't think the zoning from the 60s or 70s was right. And so we're essentially just going to uh, ignore it. Um, secondly, and this ties in with what I think um, Uh, Ms. Lewis uh, sent when she sent that email on Thursday I thought it was perceptive in that she said are we asked to be are we asked to approve residences now and 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 I think she was absolutely right if you look at the application it talks about setbacks for residences now the applicant clarified this is only about the retention wall issue but I think it's important because what this shows us this is not just about putting, you know, boulders or retention wall up on the hillside. That's not what this is about, right? This is a package deal and the applicant's been very clear. If I have to come back and back and back to get variances, I will, because the zoning will allow me to to do anything that I want to do. And so I think what I would suggest is the board, I think, should know eyes wide open what it's being called to go into here. Because if this is really a zoning issue, there's a lot of things that go into figuring out whether or not something should be changed. I mean, there's traffic patterns, there's construction traffic patterns, there's residential traffic patterns. And if this board is comfortable saying, okay, we're, we're basically going to grant variances and effectively agree with the applicant that he can't do anything with this zoning. So we're going to substitute our judgment for that of the County commissioners. If the board's comfortable doing that. I suggest you go in their eyes wide open with what is he going to ask the board to do in the future i think what really what you should have is a complete picture what is the plan how many houses everything that you might need to fit to determine in order to say can we really can we really do this i mean can we really grant these variances despite the way the land is zoned and are we have we looked at everything that will go into that traffic everything and i sus- suspect the answer is no because i don't think this board is typically geared to do that because there's other issues that go into zoning type type decisions. And so I just think that if you think about what might happen a year and a half, two years from now, let's just say there's approval of this variance and then there's approval for houses and then another house and then another house. And you think about the traffic patterns, people in the community are probably gonna say, boy, this is a mess. We've all been down there, right, to to that trailhead. I mean, it's hard to park there and, and when you back up your car, making sure you're not gonna hit somebody, Now you're gonna have construction traffic and residential traffic and somebody in the public's going to say, "Uh, how is this zoned? I mean, did the the county commissioners really think about this? And the answer is gonna be no, it's the board of adjustments that did it. And so you're going to have to own that decision. What I would suggest is make sure you know what you're being asked to do. Don't jump through a hoop after a hoop after a hoop when the applicant says, here's my next request, here's my next request. I would suggest that you get upfront the whole plan. Do we, do we know how many houses? We don't. I've talked, I've talked to Mr. Gooding. I, I like him. He seems like a nice guy. I think he has a plan, but it doesn't mean anything unless it's been submitted. Right. And so I think what you're being asked to do is essentially override the zoning without knowing what you're getting into. And I think you really need to know that you need a full picture. That, that's my, that, that, that's my suggestion at this point, given that, given the way this, the posture of this, And what I think the applicant appears to be saying, which is I can't do what I want to do with this zoning. So please give me every variance I need going forward for houses, for everything in order to effectively change that. I don't think that's proper. I'm sure the county, I'm sure Mr. Naus, the county attorney, I'm sure he's weighed in on this because it's kind of a strange request. I'm sure he's given you advice as to whether yes, you can essentially override this, this zoning decision through a series of variances. I don't know anything about that wrap and it
5: up I, mr. Tolliver your time is up
9: okay so I think those are those I think that's the primary issue I think you need more information
5: Claudia I'm sorry your name comes up as Claudia so I'm going to have to call you that
0: yes I, I am Claudia I'd like um, to say I I just want to say that I also received that chain of emails and I, I did not respond I, I just just didn't didn't really understand it and, and didn't respond. And I, I really did not think I was out of order reading the minutes, the draft of the minutes from the last meeting, maybe I missed it, but I didn't see that we were cut off from public comment. All I wanna say is that I have never really seen assurance that anybody has taken responsibility for the safety of the construction project. I, I it, It's not, to me, it's not enough to just say it's safe. And I agree with um, Craig that I really don't know what the plan is there. And I, I just feel very uncomfortable watching all this construction when I don't know what we're really going to end up with. Thank you.
5: Thank you, Claudia. Is there any other member of the public that would like to speak about anything in this meeting? Noting none. Mr. Chairman. To the next item, sorry.
10: Mr. Chairman, this is Ken Brenner. Uh, Ken Brenner at 789 Spring Creek Circle. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, for a brief moment to speak. Um, I appreciate that. Um, I'd like to echo uh, Mr. Tolliver's comments that I believe what we really need to see here is a a complete plan of, of what is being proposed. Uh, you've looked at a lot of projects in your time, but when you uh, are proposing, uh, you know, an urban level density in an ag forest directly ag- adjacent to the annex city boundary, we need to see what that flat really does look like. And we need to know what is being specifically proposed. Um, of course, the good, uh, gentlemen, the brothers are, are good uh, people here in the community, I've known them a long time but we need the specifics uh, as having sat in your seat, I can tell you that uh, it doesn't really matter too much what people tell you, it's what's in writing and what's been agreed to by city and county staff. So um, I would encourage you to uh, probably table this and ask for a complete plan of what's being proposed before you rehear this um, uh, project's uh, proposal. Thank you for the opportunity to speak.
5: Thank you, Mr. Brenner. Is there anyone? Is there any other member of the public that wishes to speak?
3: Um, I would say something.
5: Mr. Drul. Go ahead.
3: Oh yeah. I refer um I'm my name is Louis Raphael. Well, Sorry. What?
5: I, I'm having difficulty uh seeing who's speaking.
3: Oh, okay. Pardon
5: me, Mr. Lewis, go ahead.
3: Right. Um, I'm at 1219 Ridgeview. And basically, it just makes sense. I just want to uh, affirm that I agree that it makes sense to know what one is getting into um, before uh, piecemeal variances occur. That's all I would like to
4: say.
5: Thank Thank you, you. Mr. Lewis. Anyone else? Mr. Droll? He's muted. You have your uh, speaker muted. You need to unmute it.
1: Sorry, can you hear me now? There you go. Okay. I'm Roger Droll, 1222 Ridgeview Drive. And I just um, have been involved with building projects. I'm not a developer and I've pulled building permits, drawn plans and done all kinds of things over the years in different counties. And one of the things that happened to me one time with one project is it was not zoned properly. And the seller said to me that, um, you know, he he suggested that I put down a deposit to buy the property with a contingency that we would achieve the zoning that we needed to get to do the kind of project I wanted to do, which we did. And they successfully adapted the zoning to my kind of a commercial project that I was doing at the time. And I thought, this why aren't we doing this here? Why don't we just get the proper kind of zoning for what we are doing in place before we start the project? I don't want to take any more of anyone's time. Um, I'd just like to have that comment heard. Thank you.
5: Thank you, anyone else? I'll close public comments and go on to the next matter, which is approval of minutes. Uh, Has the board had an opportunity to review the draft minutes for our last meeting?
8: I'd move approval of the minutes.
5: Oh, thank you. Is there a second? All second. Anyone opposed? Minutes are approved. Is that my phone? It is. Um Bear with me while I unplug it. We are now uh, to consider the Gooding setback variance, which was tabled from November 8th, 2020. The matter was tabled to uh, give the applicant the opportunity to answer specific questions that were asked with respect to this scope and location of the um, Walls for which a variance is sought. I want to make it clear that the variance that is being sought is for structures that consist of two walls that are in excess of four feet and nothing other than that. There isn't a request for uh, a change in zoning, which this board does not have the right to suggest. Well, pardon me, doesn't have the right to affect. It is these two structures that we are talking about. At this point, um, I would ask the members of the board whether they have any additional questions about the application that they would like addressed at this point.
8: I don't have an additional any additional questions about the application, and I appreciate um, the additional information that we got. I think they did answer the questions we had at the time. Um, but as you could see from the question that I sent out about the um, if they were also now requesting uh, variances for the the proposed buildings, um, I just. I think that the concerns um, raised by Mr. Tolliver and um, the other public members are very legitimate. And I understand what's right now before this board, that it's only the two walls. And and I get that. But I also don't think that we should um, or can stick our heads in the sand and say we're going to not um, acknowledge and appreciate what we know is coming down the road. And, um, I guess for that reason, um, I would move that we table this again, um, until we know exactly what the entire project, because we can't, we can't, I don't think it's appropriate to do this piecemeal. I do understand what's before us. And, um, and, and I know that we, that's what's before us. And I know that we cannot change the zoning. I get that also. But where we're headed in this thing, I think, is doing ultimately, as a matter of fact, not law, but as a matter of fact, that's what we would be ending up doing if we do all these piecemeal and say, okay, this separate request, like for the two walls, this does meet the criteria. So we're going to pass that. And then we move on and we say, okay, the next step, whatever it will be, okay, they can show that they're, they're now, um, they can comply with the, the requirements for that variance. And then it just moves on to where in essence, we're um, rezoning for them through this series of, um, of variances. And I, I don't think that's appropriate for this board to do. So I would move we table this uh, matter again.
5: There's a motion that's been made by Becky. Uh, Is there a second? Noting no second. Ms. Lewis, your motion has not passed. Is there any further information that the members of the board wish at this point? I'll her to, oh, sorry, Don.
3: It, it was my understanding <clears throat> because of the uh, longevity uh, of this property and its uh, history, that they had an innate right to, to build on that property. Is that correct? Well, Ask Alan, what's what's the deal? You're muted, Alan.
7: Sorry, I was taking some notes. Could you repeat the question?
3: My question is that uh, based on uh, the uh, longevity of this, that and the history of this property, it was my understanding that they had an innate right to build on it.
7: So I mean the, the lots are considered legal non-conforming
3: lots. Right, right.
7: They're they're zoned agricultural forestry, which allows a residence as a use by right. However, because of the the zoning requirement for the setbacks for 50-foot setbacks in the AF zone district, they are not able to meet. That requirement, and therefore the need for the variance. Rau County has these types of properties all over the place. This is yeah, we, not we a see, um, this is not a unique situation, and uh, the Board of Adjustment has granted variances in situations very similar to these in the past. So um, I don't think that this application is precedent setting it has been and it has been done in the past
4: I would I would add to that as well Um, these are kinds of applications you see all the time Um, this is why we have a variance process you know in fact these these lots were created prior to we had zoning so they were zoned AF Um, they were applied to these lots um, and you know, in this instance, the applicants cannot meet the 50 foot setbacks that would be applicable to other AF zone properties that meet or have a minimum of 35 acres. Um, so we're seeing a lot more of these sorts of applications coming before you um, these days, but this is why we have the variance process for your consideration. Um, the Goodings are um, requesting to eventually build a house, a residence on this property. Um, the, uh, have a single family dwelling is a use by right. Um, if they were able to build a very narrow um, house, um, they probably still likely would need a variance, but um, that's why they're here before you today. So this is not very much unique from what you've seen in the past.
5: Christy, there's one thing that I'd like to clarify in your remarks, and that is that there isn't an application before us today with respect to any house or structure other than two walls. Um, and that
4: is correct.
5: by members of the board, the applicant has clarified his application, and given us drawings to show that the types of um, walls for which a variance request is being made. The applicant has also given us drawings that show us where the walls are going to be located are requested to be located,
2: sorry.
4: That is correct. I see it looks like Jeff has his hand raised.
2: Jeff. I'd just make a couple observations. Um, This seems to be almost a development application. I see two houses proposed here. We do see these um, properties small properties come through the board of adjustment quite a bit. I don't remember seeing one for just retaining walls before. Typically it's house additions, decks, houses themselves, foundations that are already in the setback. They want to go vertical. Um, This is a whole new deal. And I guess I can kind of get in there with Becky when she talks about, um, obviously, if you're going to put a driveway up there, you're going to want some structures, I would imagine, unless you're just planning on a fire pit. That was all I had. I guess, actually, and so I guess, clarify that a little bit further. It does seem like there's separate application that's gonna need to come in front of us for the houses that uh, gotta believe the applicant is gonna wanna build, so that that was it.
5: And we'll deal with that at such time as a request comes before us, eh? I'll entertain a motion to...
7: Uh, I think the applicant oh, would like it- to speak. I beg your pardon? I think the a- applicant would like to say something.
1: Only if it's point
5: Public comment has been closed. Okay. We have questions of the applicant, we being the board. Any member of the board can request additional information from Mr. Gooding. Otherwise, I will entertain a motion to either accept or reject the request for variance.
8: I'd like to just make another comment that I I want to be very fair to the Goodings, and my concern is that um, we approve this first step without any guarantee to them that a next step will be. Um, they're going to be spending a lot of money going down this road without knowing what's at the end of the road, and is that is that fair to them? Rather than, um, as I've said, and as as Jeff just said as well, that. We know something else is going to be coming so um i i I know my motion was not seconded so i'm not going to make it again um i just don't know how fair it is to them to say we're gonna we're gonna let you do this one piece but we don't know what's going to come down the road without any assurance to them about that and why why can't this be done as one package
0: becky
5: um is that just a comment that you would like to make, or yeah. are you asking for a response from the applicant?
8: Um, they, can res- uh, they can respond if they would like. I'm just, that was just a comment.
11: Is it okay if I respond? Go ahead. Um, Go ahead. Thank you for the, the time, I'll be brief. Um, I understand the concerns about this being a piecemeal application. Um, the reason, that we're here asking for boulder wall boulder wall setback variances is because we have a driveway on the hillside and right now it has unretained slopes so it's like a safety issue Um, this is something where it's there and what we really need to do is go and put these boulders on the hill so that we can make sure that there won't be any kind of movement um, I mean, there probably won't be, but it's not to code until we put these boulder walls there. And that's why we're asking for that now. We have a total of eight lots. Um, They are legal, non-conforming lots, but the city granted us four out-of-district sewer taps. And so at present, the most likely outcome over the next 20 years is that we would build four- we or somebody else would build four single family homes. Currently we have no specific plans to build any homes. I mean, designing a house takes six months and thousands of dollars, depending on your approach for design and engineering. And before we could come to the board with a specific site plan with a specific footprint that shows what the, what the setbacks that we need are exactly so that we could actually make an application. I mean, it's, it's six months and thousands of dollars per house. Not to mention that we need to wait until we can afford steamboat building costs. Um, this summer, it made sense to get started on the road, and that's why we're here right now. Like I said, we don't have specific plans right now. Um, and if you say that, you know, it's potentially a couple hundred thousand dollars to design four homes to be able to come back and make specific requests, and then after you would grant, we already actually did get a setback variance for a previously designed house. And we decided not to build that for personal reasons, but that approval has already lapsed. After you guys issue a variance, we have a limited amount of time to act on it before it expires. Right now, we know we wanna act on a setback variance for boulder walls, but it just does not make sense to do the, the house piece. I mean, you're right, we're not building, hopefully a road to nowhere. The plan is that we'll come back and build houses, um, hopefully for ourselves in the future. We understand that there is permitting risk that just because you approve a wall now doesn't guarantee us an approval in the future. And that's just based on, that's you know part of the the complication with the property Um, those, that's a risk that we are willing to accept when we purchase the lots.
5: Thank you. Uh,
7: I've I've got, I'd like to make one other comment. So at the last hearing y'all tabled this application for specific information you asked for, uh, to show compliance with criteria four and criteria five. Y'all did not request any information or make any comment about the whole development package. So you asked for information to address criteria four, criteria five. The applicant did that. He provided that information and I believe that the decision that y'all are making today is on the application that is in front of you and You have already made the decision that he's in compliance with criteria one, two, and three. You didn't need more information on four and five. He provided that to you. And that's what y'all are here to discuss tonight is the compliance with criteria four and five. I think to now get to this point and say, oh, well, we weren't, we need more information I think is probably a little disingenuous to the applicant, because if y'all had made those comments at that first hearing, he probably would have addressed those and we could be having that discussion tonight, but y'all didn't ask for that.
2: From my point of view, you addressed it. If if that that information was requested,
5: I would have ruled it out of order. Um, We have under consideration today, a specific application for um, variance to the setback requirements. And as to what may happen in the future, the future will tell. But that's not what we're supposed to be acting on today. Noting that, I'll ask for a motion. Does any member of the board? wish to make a, a motion with respect to the gooding application
3: I will go put ahead, forth go ahead. a motion uh, that they've satisfied uh, criterion four and five uh, and we're only dealing with the uh, retaining walls um, They've successfully done that. And so I put forward a motion that we pass this.
5: Is there a second? second. I take it down that you're making a motion to approve the application.
2: That's correct.
5: Um,
7: with the findings of fact and the conditions. I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen with all of that stuff. Okay. So here are the, the findings of fact for the five criteria and then conditions one through eight. And I would like to make one more comment that uh, if this is going to be approved it has to pass with a, a four to one vote. Sorry, it
5: takes four votes for approval. You, we can't assume that there's going to be one, two, three, or any votes against the approval of the application until such time as that might happen. There's been a motion made. Is there a second? Yes, there is a second. I second it. Joella? Yes. I was having difficulty hearing you. Is there further discussion with respect to the uh, motion that's been made by Don?
8: I, did, I have a quick question um, just because I'm new on the board. Um, it appears that these, the conditions are conditions that are put on all of these um, type of things. Cause I, I noted that uh, these are the same conditions that are recommended to be put on the application that we're gonna be discussing next. Um, Is this sort of just a canned set of conditions?
5: Becky, um, as a historical observation, the staff suggests as a matter of convenience for the board conditions um, and the the staff also suggests uh, as a convenience for the board um, findings of fact. So it's, it's to assess us, to assist us, sorry. Um, yes, they're the same for every application. Okay. And if you would like um, to vary any of the conditions, you can ask uh, Don for a friendly amend- amendment to his motion.
7: So, his motion did not include any of the findings of fact or any of the conditions of approval. So, give give him a chance, Alan. As the motion stands, there's none of that in it. No. Give. And so, my suggestion would be to include the findings of fact and the conditions of approval.
5: Thank you for the reminder. Give Don a chance.
7: And
3: I will say that uh, the findings of fact. Uh, and we already went through the conditions in the past. So, uh, thus be said.
5: Don, would you like to amend your uh, motion to adopt the findings of fact one through five? I think that's right.
10: Yep.
5: I'm class. Five. one th- Run through five that have been suggested by the staff, and conditions one through that eight that have been suggested by the staff?:
3: Yes. I propose that we accept and uh, approve this uh, uh, request. Based on the findings of fact, one through five, and the conditions, one through eight.
5: Joella, is that acceptable to you? Is there further discussion with respect to uh, the application discussion by the board? Noting none, all in favor of the uh, granting the application that is before us with respect to the Gooding variance, please say so by signify so by saying aye. 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 Opposed, signify by saying nay. Nay. I note that the motion has been approved by four members of the board. I note that there is one vote against approval of the motion. The motion carries the Gooding application is granted. We can move on to the next one. um, at some point in the future, Becky, uh, the county attorney, will come talk to us about procedure. And hopefully that'll answer some of your questions. Okay. Uh, let's move on to the Michaels uh, <laughs> setback and height variation uh, variance. Um, who is here representing the uh, michaels alan can you get that off our screen
7: yeah give me one
5: second. thank you you're welcome mr michaels i see that you're here is there anyone else that is speaking for the applicant?
12: John, you're muted. Stay again. John's muted.
5: There's a- Jake Yes, I'm Malke. sorry. Uh,
12: <laughs> um, Thanks,
5: John.
6: Tegan reviewed the application and uh, the application was filed by an engineering firm for me. Um, Ryan Malone and Jacob Melke are on the call
5: Do you, uh, I see that Mr. Melkey and Mr. Malone are on the call. I also see that they're muted. Could you unmute
13: your mics? Sorry guys, yeah, this is Ryan from Steamboat Engineering and Design. I can assist with any questions that the board may have.
5: Do you want to make a statement with regard to the application?
13: I can give uh, John the floor first, and then I can follow up after his.
6: Think that okay. works.
12: John, would you like me to share the um, plans on my screen while you just yeah? Give I it think the, th- I, I
6: think that would be good. And if I can talk through anything, I I will give you a little bit of a background. Uh, we pro- bought the property, my wife and I, um, nearly 14 years ago in Steamboat Spring, uh, hoping that we'd eventually be able to retire there. Um, (laughs) Fact has it, it's been longer than I really want, uh, but we're getting much closer. We always knew that the, uh, the existing driveway was a real pain and really couldn't be navigated. Alone, the garage, that was kind of a garage, but you couldn't get a car into it. So it was more of a storage space. Um, so we always knew that we wanted to change that but to tell you the truth we didn't have the money to do it at the time and um, now we're getting much closer to the date where we're going to make it our permanent residence and it's something that uh, almost is essential to have to be able to navigate the winter to park our vehicles to enjoy our property how we always uh, dreamed to do Um, so Now's the time where we want to to make this change uh, to be able to accommodate our uh, lifestyle up in Steamboat eventually. Something that we've thought of for probably close to 20 years and owned there for almost 14. So uh, we're looking really forward to it.
5: Thank you. Is there anyone else that wishes to speak on behalf of the applicant?
13: This is Ryan Malone again from SCAD. I just wanted to add that the applicant is going for an overall height variance um, and that the overall height is not all on one continuous wall. It is broken up um, where this is measured as from the front of the garage to the peak of the existing roof. So this overall height is not one continuous wall and also that the existing driveway right now exceeds 20% slope in multiple spots and way compliant with the county standards and having an 8% slope so that the applicant can use this driveway in the winter time and for fire truck access as well
5: Any further comment from the applicant?
6: No, we're really happy to um, have the opportunity to be able to get something that uh, fits well within a very difficult property and and be able to uh, provide us with what we need um, going forward in the future.
5: Thank you. Is there, are there comments from staff?
12: There are. So as um, the property owner and Ryan from SEAD explained, uh, the desire is to build a garage. Currently, this it is a severely sloped driveway and it's a pretty severely sloped lot as well, um, which influenced staff's uh, recommendation for approval on this application. So they're requesting a height variance um, to go over that 40 foot maximum height that Rock County has um, to build a 43 foot and three inch tall structure overall. And again, that's the overall height of both the garage and the existing house. Um, Additionally, they're requesting a setback variance to be three feet, 10 inches from that North property line um, where the setback is 15 feet currently. So I just have on the screen a picture of the house, existing house and the driveway. So the plan would be to excavate the driveway um, to make a slope that does not exceed 10%, which is today's um, standards for safety. And the garage is essentially built in that area that's been excavated and will meet that existing deck that's currently there. Um, I just wanna bring up their site plan. Um, in, in theory, looking at their site plan, there's potentially space in that Southwestern area of the parcel that could accommodate the garage. However, staff felt that that was going to exacerbate the unsafe conditions of that um, driveway. Additionally, it would, access would be extraordinarily difficult and we didn't think that was a reasonable or feasible recommendation. And I just want to note that the retaining walls on this property that they're proposing are all under that four feet threshold. I know you guys just talked about retaining walls, so they're fresh on everybody's mind, Um, but those ones would not require a variance because they don't meet our um, definition of a structure. So this is the request before you, And you can see the slopes additionally on this plan. They've got exceedingly steep slopes um, That, by today's subdivision standards, that is not something that we would allow to be platted for occupancy. However, because this parcel was created in 1971, um, it was well prior to that standard being created. So these are the different factors that um, staff included in that report in order to recommend approval. So I'd entertain any questions if you guys have any.
10: I, any I have, member of
5: the board have a question of staff?
8: Uh, I have two questions. Um, I'm looking at your, at the site map. Is the, um, the area where the three foot, is that that, co- yeah, that, yep, that's right the yeah. Okay. OK, and then my other question is, um, given that they've owned the home for so long, um, how's the use been of that driveway?
6: It's been terrible. <laughs> you know, we try to get out there at least three, four times in the winter and three, four times in the summer. And my kid is, yeah, that's my kid's car, actually, up there. Mm. He lives in Denver. Um it's just sometimes you can't get up it if you if it isn't plowed and scoria down. There's no way in heck, and then you can't fit a truck or any decent-sized vehicle in that storage area that you call a garage right now. So that's that's the whole idea is to much improve that so it's livable. Especially I'll just
12: as note, get older. <laughs> I'll just note that when I went out there to take some pictures I was not comfortable driving up it.
5: I have to tell you that uh, I feel your pain. Um, <laughs> my driveway from the looks of this is probably steeper than yours. Um, we had a rental car when one of our cars was being repaired and it couldn't make it up the driveway so <laughs> I can understand uh, the need for uh, changing the slope. Does any member of the board have any further questions of staff? I, I do. Uh, Joella? I, I want to make sure that I understand uh, what the height variance request actually means. I've read... Joella? Yes. We're having difficulty hearing you. Could you speak up a little bit? Or get closer. I hope that this will. Does this improve
12: anything? Is there any improvement? Nothing. I can hear Joella and I can kind of repeat the question Great. while I answer. I'm, I'm
0: trying to make sure that I understand the requirements.
12: County's method for measuring the height of a structure is quite restrictive. Um, We measure from the existing or finished grade whichever is more restrictive. So the structure is not going up in elevation at all. The structure is going down in elevation. Um, So in the staff report when I note that you know it doesn't appear as though it's blocking any views, this new garage is really dug into the side of a hill. Um, So we're measuring from that very lowest point on the structure to the very highest point of the structure, which is the roof of the existing home. So that's um, where that height variance comes into play um, is that overall structure height. And the applicants correct that it's kind of, you know, the split level. There's not really any one point where it's 43 feet tall all the way down um, however it's just the method that the county uses to hire, to measure height
5: Thank you does any board member have further questions of staff I'll take a motion with respect to the application.
8: I, I would move to approve the application.
5: Great. And would you like Becky to? Uh...
8: Including the findings of fact and um, conditions.
5: Great. Is there a 2nd All I'll second that. Thank you. All in favor of, oh, first of all, is there any further discussion by the board with respect to the application? Noting none, I, all in favor of the motion, please signify by saying aye. Aye.
8: Aye.
3: Aye.
5: Anyone opposed, say nay. Motion carries. Um, We'll move on to the administrator's report. uh, If there is any.
4: Um, yes, I have a short one for you. Um, we have two items scheduled for our next regularly scheduled board of adjustment meeting for January. So that will be January 11th. We currently have two applications scheduled. We will not be scheduling anymore. Even if one comes in um, tomorrow, we have missed the deadline. Um, and we have capped it at no more than two as per your request. Um, we have had two inquiries about advances in the past few weeks. Um, so we anticipate this trend to continue in well into 2021. Um, the other item would be um, that the um, county manager um, and the county made a decision on a permanent planning director. You're looking at her.
2: congratulations congratulations.
4: so um, we went through the hiring process and um, they narrowed it down to three um three qualified applicants i might say and um uh so we found that out last week um so we're very relieved to finally um be able to move on and to hire on um more ft's um we have been desperate to get on more um planning staff we've been down a full-time planner as you know um and then if you all also don't know tegan is expecting <laughs> in january yeah More um, congratulations so, yeah you know guys. you don't find these things out through zoom usually but uh, <laughs> yeah. so I'm we are trying to navigate yes yeah, so congratulations to tegan <laughs> soon enough hopefully she doesn't have this baby sooner than january we we'll are really really in trouble um <laughs> So there is even more of a need to bring on um, FDE as she'll be on maternity leave um, for the first part of 2021. Um, So we're looking at some options um, and hopefully bringing on a planner tech um, first um, to really help out on the administrative side of things, which is where we're seeing the most activity, most of our administrative type permits, our code enforcement, which has just been through the roof, um, building permits, things of that nature that would help the rest of us be more um, productive and efficient You know, if they can handle those kinds of, of tasks. And then um, it, it looks like we're going to be looking to put out an RFP for a, um, a consultant to help come on to get us through the next six months. Um, that could come on board and process applications to help us out in the short term, uh, while we are now putting together our long-term plan of of what the department uh, will look like, along with there is pressure and we would like to as well, um, start up the master plan again. Um, Obviously the timing of that, um, and then with the pandemic, everything got put on hold with the Route County master plan, we did successfully um, complete phase one of that plan, which was um, a lot of community outreach specifically with surveys Um, and we received back over 930 surveys and got some great feedback as a starting point. So we will also be putting together an RFP to bring on a planning consultant to help assist with the update with the master plan, as I'm sure you all know, are, is is well overdue for an update. Um, so those are some of the exciting things going on in the department. Um, now we just need some time to get that all together. Um, Brian, you mentioned um, training um, before through Robert's Rules. Um, and you ch- typically, our county attorneys will come in and speak with you on a yearly basis. Um, I will be coordinating with the attorney's office in order to do that. Um, they are, as you can imagine, um, have been slammed through this whole COVID, um, you know, trying to be up to date on all the latest and greatest um, and rules and, and preparing our county commissioners. Um, so they understand that um, you know, this is one of the duties that we generally typically coordinate with them on Um, In the meantime, um, until that does happen, I'm anticipating it would be early 2021 that we can have them come and talk to you all, you know, Zoom format, obviously, Um, but also looking for some free trainings. There's some webinars out there that um, I put some money aside in the budget for next year that, you know, I think would be really beneficial. And then also, I mean, As always, if anybody has questions about procedure or questions about applications and things like that, please don't hesitate to reach out to myself or to the planner. Um, You know, we're we're here to assist um, in any way that we can. I know that this has just been a strange year (laughs) to say it lightly, Um, and especially in this format um, isn't, isn't the best, but we do appreciate all the work that you've done for the past couple of months, um, hard work and, you know, adjusting to a new format, um, you know, it's it's really been appreciative on the staff level, um, you know, and I think from the public too, that we can move on into these kinds of formats um, and work through whatever challenges are thrown our way. So <laughs> we something Christine, new,
5: right? Yep. Christy, I, I have one thing for you. Yeah. Um, Please take this as a future comment and not as a criticism. Yeah. Um, We need to be very careful of the emails that go out to the public. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know why the public was copied on an email uh, that was really responding to Becky. Mm
2: -hmm. Um,
5: We need to make sure that Everything that influences our decisions is on the record. And um, although I think that we only had one person that thought that he could um, (laughs) state his particular beliefs uh, in response to an email that should not have been addressed to him, it would be better if the public were not Copied on those types of emails.
4: Yeah, um, I couldn't agree more. Um, Lesson learned for sure. Um, It's it's not good practice. I was not um, part of that email chain. I wasn't aware of it. Uh, I was made aware of it by Alan later, um, who then forwarded it to me. Um, And it looks.
5: Alan is. I think he signed off. He
4: he did, and I'll I'll speak to him about that also. Um, Great. You know, and, and just looking at the chain of emails from my perspective looks like what happened was whenever new information is provided by an applicant um, that is shared with, um, with the public or anybody that we have contact information. Um, so everybody has all the same information. And I think, I don't know if it was intended by Becky, I'm not sure, but I, it looks like somebody re- replied all um, to that. Um, And then it started this, um, you know, I think we just all have to be careful, like you said, who we're sending information to and who you're replying to, especially when email is just so much more far, far common um, way to communicate these days. Um, But I, but, you know, I think that you definitely um, hit the nail on the head with the attorney neighbor um, who tried to really get his two cents in in an an inappropriate matter and he should have known better. So I I appreciate that you um, made that be known. Um, But I don't believe the conversation was um, for all. It was intended originally just to provide all of the um, project narrative, what the applicant was providing the new information to anybody that was involved with the application. And and that was it.
5: Thank you. I'll, t- I'll entertain a motion to adjourn and I wish everyone a very Merry Christmas. Thanks for hanging in there on this one.
3: And a very merry baby.
5: Thank you. <laughs> very merry-
3: January,
5: uh, January. All sorts of best wishes. A
4: new year baby. <laughs> <laughs> I
12: should be at the next meeting that I'm gonna have a baby like a week later. So. Hey. Oh, <laughs>
4: hopefully
12: it'll well, see me in January. You could step it up
3: a little bit so the baby could join us. <laughs> oh yeah, there God. you go. Know.
4: I don't I wanna, think we'd get much done. <laughs> <I wanna see. laughs> okay. Have a great night, everybody. Thank, Thank you guys. so much. You all Merry Christmas,
6: y'all. Meetings adjourn. Yep. Merry okay. Christmas. <laughs> bye bye.